Quinn turned away just as the chime on the door sounded, announcing a customer's arrival. Jolie exhaled in relief and focused her attention on the patron walking in, but her smile of welcome froze on her face. She choked again, unable to catch her breath or move. Quinn, she said before he could walk out the door, you, you forgot something. Quinn froze with his hand on the push bar of the door, his gaze zeroing in on her before sliding to the man who'd just entered. Give me a minute, she said to Quinn, trying to keep the unease out of her voice. Have a seat? Her heart pounded in her chest, and for a brief few seconds she actually felt the room whirling a bit. Please don't leave me. Yeah, no problem, Quinn said, idly moving toward the tables and chairs and displays she had, featuring coffees, teas, books by local authors, and other odds and ends the university town seemed to favor. She stared at the man now standing across from her, gazing at her with a quizzical expression, like he knew her but couldn't place her. Was it possible? Could he not know her? Recognize her? I'd like a large coffee, three creams, two sugars, and one of those, he said, pointing to one of the brownies in the glass case. But you can finish with him first. No hurry, Quinn quickly said, countering the offer. Her hands trembled when she grabbed the brownie and shoved it into a bag. The coffee was next, and as she placed the items on the counter, she realized it was the fastest she'd ever completed an order. What do I owe you? The man asked. Money. He needed to pay. She kept her head low so that her hair slid forward and hid her face from view. Four fifty-three. Keep it, he said, handing her a five. Have a good day. She stared at the five-dollar bill, vaguely hearing the chime on the door sound as Blake Parker left her business and went on with his life even though his sudden appearance had just shattered hers. Feeling hot yet numb, she placed the bill in the cash drawer and counted out the difference, adding it to the empty tip jar by the side of the register. Each drop of the coins pierced her ears and mocked her. Forty-seven cents. Was that really all she was worth? What was that about? Quinn asked. Quinn's raspy, injured voice pulled her out of her dazed state, and now that Blake was gone, she realized because of her haste to not be alone with him, she now owed Quinn an explanation. Her mind scrambled and finally hit on her earlier comment about returning Quinn's too generous tip. She had forgotten about it after getting burned, but it was the perfect excuse now. She hit the button on the cash register once more and retrieved a $10 bill holding it out to him. I don't want it, Jolie. Please, she said, only then noticing how badly the bill trembled in her grasp. She lowered it to the counter and shoved it toward him. Take it. A long moment passed with Quinn staring at her face. Her cheeks were hot, and sweat beaded on her forehead and at her temples. She felt it gathering and hoped Quinn didn't notice. Did you know that guy? She wet her dry lips and tried to shrug casually. Don't laugh, but I, 
I thought for a second there he was one of the fugitives from the news this morning. She forced a laugh that emerged shrill and off-key and winced. Silly, huh? I, I mean, why would a fugitive stop for coffee, right? Sorry to keep you. Jolie wrapped her arms around her waist and squeezed, her nails digging into her skin through her loose blouse. Harder, until pain cleared the fog from her mind. Guess I'm jumpier than normal, you know, after what happened with Emma. Quinn's dark green eyes narrowed on hers, like he didn't believe her. And why would he when she was a horrible liar? But it's not like she could tell him the truth.